Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. I am your host, Brian Fisher. With me today, as always, is fellow host here, Scotty Bentley, also host at Lockdown Tigers. Uh, Scotty loves to tweet at himself from his multiple <laughs> accounts, as occurred last night during the game, as he was trying to talk smack to me from his multiple I accounts. I got three. I got three, and you can get the work from any of them, baby. I got three, and anybody can get the work from any of the three of them. You said something like Larkin is the the horse or whatever. The horse was named Larkin. Yeah, I, said, I tweeted the Larkin and you video. Tweeted and at all. me. <laughs> I said from, the, the horse's name is Dylan Larkin, which is good, by the way. That's fire. I love that. Right? That was, yeah. it. Got it. Got pretty good. I mean, it got pretty good traction. The Twitter tweeted, account was 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 pretty heat. We we you, got some pretty good uh some pretty good mojo going there. You tweeted that from the Red Wings account, and then you added me, <laughs> and then I was like, oh for two. And then you were like, that's how you are in fights from the Red Wings account. And then you replied to yourself with the Lockdown Tigers account saying, burn. Like, Scotty, you cannot support yourself with your alt accounts. I see I can't because I did. Well, you so, can. Oh, okay. So I can't. Well, so yeah, I there can. we go. Legally, yeah. you can. Was it just, not a burn? Just, just No, it's not a I mean, burn if you call yourself. It's You're patting yourself on the back here. Yeah. Deservedly so. I, I did deserve a pat on the back. I, I, I don't know, know what to tell you, man. I, oh, for two. That's all you got to know. Yeah, that that's your fight record no, this one. year. I don't Old know. One, I don't sadly. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What a night, though. We have fun. Uh, we have fun here. I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. Now go to uh, now go to. That's the end one. Uh, we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, and. Uh, if you go on YouTube, you can check out my controversial hat of the day, which is a, a Nashville Predators hat. I'm surprised you didn't immediately bring that up, to be honest, Scott. You know, I I'm gonna not be even honest, before we recorded. I'm in I'm in such a good mood. I I we were talking about uh we, we were talking the the stuff before. I I didn't even notice. I really didn't even notice. And now it it does make me upset. And <laughs> I I might tweet about it from three different Twitter accounts. Oh God, here we go. I, I don't again. know. Uh, no, I just I went to Nashville this summer and Bridgestone and Marina was open and they had a fifty percent off sale. It's actually a Carhartt hat. Oh, cool! It's it actually doesn't make it any fire. better. So, no. well, I like the NHL. What can I say? This was before the whole controversy that, happened earlier. This you year. like the NHL? Have you seen some of your? Have you heard yourself talk about the NHL the last two weeks? That's that's why how you know I love them because I'm critical of them. I feel like see. So this is how I describe my love with with MLB, right? I, I say that I love the game of baseball more than anything else. I hate MLB. That's a good way of saying it. That, yeah. I that's guess how I, I right. That's how I like the MLB as a as an organization is horrid, but I love the game of baseball. That that's usually how I describe it to people. That's actually really accurate. And I, I especially love the game of hockey tonight as the Red Wings down the San Jose Sharks at Little Caesars Arena. I guess yesterday by the time you're listening to this, six to two. I was predicting a 4-2 win. You were predicting a 4-2 win. Uh, J.D. Young, of course, being the host of Lockdown Sharks, was predicting a 3-2 loss 
uh, we're predicting his team would win three two, and we would lose three to two. Um, but they slayed to two. We slayed them, as I said, Slay. in the cold open. Slayed Slay. them. I mean, they swarmed them from start to finish. Like, this was one of the. They looked so yeah. fast, dog. It was Dude, unreal. Where was this I've team never last seen games? anything like it. Where has this team been ever? Like uh, all the time. They like, had a few good games. It, no, for sure. But I, I'm, I genuinely, I'm not sure the team as as a unit has looked faster than they did tonight. That was uh, that was unbelievable. Where do you even want to begin on this? Because there's so many specific standout performances in this game. To besides just the team as a whole. To talk about your king got involved. Um, uh, let's start with that because he got he got he got, game. he got punted early. Let's start with that. He got punted that is, early. That that is the dog. And and like if you don't know, not like now you know. I don't know what else to tell you. That is that is. I I cannot express into words how much I love him. Like I I genuinely there is no, uh, uh like, formula of words there's no amount of words and there's no kind of words in the entire english dictionary that can actually describe my feelings for giovanni smith there is not it's more than that there there is there is I, i i can't describe it there there is no relationship i've ever had there's no family member i've ever known that I have loved. This is starting to get sad, Scotty. <laughs> no, like that's obviously not true. But I, <laughs> I, 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 truly, he is, he is my hero. I, I, I may never love a hockey player more ever in my life than like, I love Giovanni Smith. He had two minutes and 32 seconds of ice time in this game and racked up 20 minutes of penalty yeah, time. Because <laughs> he's, he's the GOAT. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, no, but Jeff- the fight was awesome. Yeah, Laid it on top, by the way. That's a Scott Bentley fight one for those who keep track. And then, like, the hit, right? So, like, that's I, – I understand. I, I understand why the call was the call. You, you, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're claiming that you want to clean up the game, whatever. Like, I, I, I fully understand. Do I think that it should have gotten an ejection? No. But I, I admit my bias. And – I think he let up a little bit. I think the point of contact was the shoulder. There's a lot of specific reasons that I I, I think he probably shouldn't have gotten ejected. But at the end of the day, it's not like some blasphemy. Oh my goodness, this is a like the worst call I've ever seen. You you can see where they're coming from, and yes. and he he's got he's got to eat it and and take it, and he did. Yeah. The and problem I think- everyone has is is that that exact hit has been put on Red Wings players all season. And no not a single one has gotten the the punishment, the the like hammer down that Giovanni Smith received tonight. And I think I I agree with pretty much everything you just said. Like the NHL has got to be consistent on it. Absolutely. Right. If you're going to call Smith and I don't disagree with them making that call I, I again, I agree with what you said about the point of contact where it was, but I understand that if you want to s- prevent revenge hits, you kind of have to kick them out to protect the rest of the game from getting out of hand. Kind of set the precedent, be like, okay, well, we took care of it, we can move on. But if if you aren't going to do that every single game, then what's the point? You know, right? Like you said, the Red Wings have, in fact, the whole reason Smith was probably in this game was because the Red Wings needed to get more physical because they had 
continually gotten bullied. Like um, Blaschel said in the previous, it was against the Capitals or the Bruins, where he said we have to be more physical and we have to, you know, mm-hmm. be strong on the puck, stand up for our guys. Um, he might and, have said it in both. He definitely said it against the Bruins, but he yes. honestly might have said it in both, yeah. And, you know, Nemesnikov tried to fight Marshawn as best he could. That's, so he put Smith in the lineup. He probably t- pulled Smith to the side and said, hey, your job today is just F, F crap up. Like, just go out there and Damn right. tornado. And he did that. And he did right. the job. That's what Smith's role on this team is going to be, and he's good at it. And, yeah, uh, and also, I, I know every, so quickly. Every, everybody loves the flow. Giovanni Smith, best hair in the NHL. Let's just get that out of the way. It is. It is. Oh, it's sick. It's it's so hot. Like it really is. It is. It, he's. He just he just makes me feel some type of way. I I love that man. <laughs> and, and like you said, like you said, like his job was to go mess stuff up, and that's exactly what he did. And it, and and Blashell talked about it in the post game presser. He was like, look. Uh, somebody said, you know, were you disappointed in the lack of discipline or whatever? And and you know, like him leaving the game early, he was like, no, I. He uh, he went out there and did his job, and and you know it sucks that we lost him, but like I, I I was very pleased and proud of what he did, and that was whatever two and a half minutes of ice time yeah. that he that he got this game, and and that's awesome to hear too, you know, vindication from the from from coach about you know you you went in and did your job even if you did get uh, get kicked. Yeah, Smith might not be an everyday player, but I definitely do think there's a role on this team for him going forward I'm in the future. I'm telling you, man. I hope so. I hope so. Oh. And it, I, I really do think that fight really was the spark this team needed, the spark plug on in this game to really get the, the juices flowing and continue things in the direction they needed to head. We'll talk about that direction they needed to head, but first I need to talk to you guys about Built Bar because if your body wants to head in a certain direction, then you need Built Bar. New Year's resolutions are here. If yours is getting fit, heading in the right direction, or just eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it's so good. You'll want to eat it unlike other protein bars that can be chalky, waxy, or what's that, Scotty? It tastes they, like a chemical dog, spill? Some of them do. We've been over this. Some of them do taste like chemical spill. You absolutely do not got to worry about that with Built Bars, though, as they are covered in 100% real chocolate with 130 grams of 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you're delici- enjoying a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count as a workout go to built.com use promo code locked 15 to get 15% off your order use promo code locked 15 to get 15% off at built.com.com.com the Raymond Suter Bertuzzi Bertuzzi ready to go he scores Tyler Bertuzzi has tied the game all right Scotty we talked about Smith and how it was kind of the spark that the team needed. Um, I think the other clear and obvious spark in this game was the easy peasy goal Tyler Bertuzzi scored to uh, really start things off in this game. Uh, Larkin got the assist, Lindstrom got the assist, but really Bertuzzi was just circling around the net trying to uh, put a puck out front and Reimer just let it go. Reimer did. Reimer looked rough. He looked horrible. He's got like 10, 11 goals given up in his last two games. Like he looked rough. And um, 
I mean, like the thing with Burt is like, yes, that was like a gimme goal, right? Like that, that, that was not the Absolutely. intent, whatever. But the thing with Burt that he does better than, than a lot of players in a majority of players in the NHL, he is so good at just his fundamental belief is just, I'm going to get this puck in front of the net and see if something happens, Watch whether it's net. a shot. Right, and, and and that's like a, a foundational, like fundamental thing that everybody teaches you and stuff, but very few people do it better than Tyler Bertuzzi. I, I mean, whether it's, a, whether it's a shot, whether it's a, a slapper from the blue line, or whether it's just his like bull rush that he does where he just like puts his head down and is just like, I'm just going to collapse the net and see if something happens. Like there are, there are few players in the NHL better at just, making sure at the end of this play at some point there is going to be either mayhem or the puck is going to end up in front of the net and and you get rewarded for it sometimes well and he's also a very streaky player as well i, I tweeted it out when he scored that that gimme goal so to speak um that that was now four goals in the last four games after he went going back to the 18th in the game against the devils before the pause he went, what, 10, 11 games not scoring a single goal. Now he's yeah. got five after a second goal of the night in just four games. And I think when you combine the fight that Giov Giovanni Smith had with the just, like, backbreaker-type goal that Bertuzzi scored to start things off, I think that really set the mood. The Red Wings were up here, and the Sharks were just down all the way, like, off the screen here. Like, it, it just continued to snowball from there. Um, at, in the second period, Pew Suter got on the board with a shorthanded goal followed like literally I'm looking at it here. So two minutes and four seconds into the period, uh, Pew Suter scored a shorthanded goal. Then two minutes and 41 seconds into the second period, Todd Bertuzzi scored a shorthanded uh, goal assisted by Moritz Sider. 37 seconds apart. Uh-huh. It is like, the, they said it was the seventh fastest, the, the seventh I don't even know how to word this, man. It was the seventh uh, quickest consecutive goals on, on shorthanded specifically. Uh, wow, that's a cherry pick stat in, in in Red Wings history. I was Woo! like, wow, that's like a, somebody dug deep for that one. We really uh, wanted but the, to have something to hang our hat on. Right? Yeah. Well, the bigger one, right, is that that's the first shorthanded goal period we have scored in a hundred games. Yeah. Like since right. since the middle of 2020. So like, and they did it again. Right, and then they did it again less than 40 seconds later. So, like, that that's the biggest one. And, and they talked about it on the broadcast, but, like, it's it, – shorthanded goals are, are few and far between, obviously. But it is it is so important to at least have some sort of fear in the opponent, right? Like, you cannot just just go out there and any time – you are you are shorthanded. Just be like, all right. Well, there's no way the you know the wings are scoring. Like you at least have to have a, a sliver, just a little bit of fear. And and I'm hoping that uh, while while no one's expecting the the penalty kill to score every time they're out there, um, I, I'm hoping that this can at least you know we don't have to wait a hundred games for our next one. Well, and here's the thing is if you can score on the penalty kill, you sure as hell can score on the power play, which they have not been able right. to do. But if you can score a man down, you can score a man up. Um, the, the first power or the first shorthanded goal, like that was just Pew Seater taking advantage of a bad situation that the Sharks put themselves in. He got essentially a breakaway. He had a little bit of a challenge of a guy coming at him from, you know, from the inside. 
but he had enough space on the outside angle that he was just able to get a nice shot and scored the goal. And then the Bertuzzi one assisted by, uh, you know, Sider and Raymond 37 seconds apart. Like that's the kind of stuff like the team was just, the team was just firing at all cylinders tonight. And honestly, all the way through, like Gagne tried to get into a fight. It was, a, it was a really physical game. They weren't taking, like, there were a couple scraps in front of the net that started with just, like, a simple shove. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was there. You had the physicality. Hirona got pissed. You had the, in the I, third. Yes. It Hirona, was amazing. Like, like mad Philip Hironic. I was like, fight. damn. Yeah, go. man. He was feeling it. Like, everybody, including Nadelkovich and Net, who we haven't even mentioned yet. I mean, everybody looked sharp tonight. And it's just, it was one of those rare games where it all comes together. And, you know, we talk about consistency, but if that type of performance becomes a consistent thing for this team going fu- in the uh, going forward in the future, because they only have an average age of twenty six I mean, years we'll, old, this we'll team's going to be lethal. Yeah, we'll, we'll never lose again. again. Team's going to be lethal. And like this is this is one of the only games of the year where like I genuinely can't think of a single player that was like, oh yeah, like damn, they played. You know, everyone else played great, but like this person was a little subpar. Everyone looked phenomenal. We haven't even cool. gotten to to Rasmussen yet. Michael yes. Rasmussen was 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 unbelievable he he might have he might have looked better than anyone else on the ice he i mean he looked very fast the entire night he looked great along the wings it was it was unreal how good Raz looked tonight yeah and i tweeted before the game i was like rasmussen on the second line well we can try it i guess because he's historically been the fourth line center on this team and he has had a a subpar to be kind uh, season to be kind to this point. That's being very kind. And now they scratch Zadina, who is th- that's something we got to. Yeah, talk we got to talk about. Like we'll he's talk in about the that doghouse because that's that's a thing we got to talk about for sure. And um, Rasmussen, they put him on the wing on the second line, and he looked good. Like you said, he looked solid. He, he set up uh, the second Pew Suter goal. A nice play from behind the net. Um, that that whole that whole play, like leading up to that goal, was just consistent pressure from that entire line. Uh, Robbie Fabry scored a goal in this game as well. Of course, his was unassisted, but it was a you know a, a forced turnover. There was pressure behind the net. I mean, that entire line just looked good. And I don't know, I mean, you know, Rasmussen might just had a fire under his ass because hey, I moved up to the second line. Let's play really good. But you know, I'm really thinking back to last season. He, he looked his best when he was forced into a role above what you could like when he had that was forced to be playing top line minutes last season because everyone was hurt. That's when he looked his best. Like, is he the type of guy who plays down to his opponent? Like if he's playing on the fourth line, he's going to look like a fourth liner. Maybe he's not meant to be a center too. Like I he's, and it's just one game. I'm not trying to overreact, but he had a really, really good game this uh, uh, last night. Yeah. I I don't give a damn where it came from. I'll I'll just take it. I mean, my, he looked unreal, man. Like I, I, to the point where everybody was like, "Who, who even is this?" Yeah, he he looked phenomenal. He looked so fast. He he was attacking the entire game, and like everybody was. But, but he was he he was the energy was off the charts. He looked absolutely incredible. Uh, we'll get to we'll get to Zadina after, but like the 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 whole top six looked phenomenal. Like you said, and then like the bottom six, then you have like Gagne tried to get in a fight. He looked a little bit like Brian, but like he tried to get in a fight. Like, you know what I mean? And then just on it, we already talked about Giovanni uh, uh, all around, man. Phenomenal game. Yeah, absolutely. Larkin had Larkin comes flying down the wing too on his off wing at that. And when I say off wing, I mean, that's just, it was his, uh, He's a lefty coming down the right side. Yeah. And he's just absolute rocket. He just floated through the neutral in the offensive zone. Uh, Raymond got the assist. So now you're looking at 
Bertuzzi with two goals, Moritz Sider with an assist, Lucas Raymond with assist, Larkin with a goal and assist, Pew Cedar with two goals. Like when we talked with JD yesterday, he asked, Who are the guys you got to watch out for? And we said, The top line, Moritz Sider and like Pew Cedar. Like <laughs> with the exception of Robbie Fabry, that's that was your scoring today. Like, that- yeah. Phenomenal, man. I, I mean, the top line looked unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, that that's fairly obvious. But but really, the entire top six, man. Like, we talked about Ross, we, like Fabry, Suter. We haven't even talked about Pew Suter, who, who probably was the player of the night. Yeah, I for mean, star. my goodness. Like, what? <laughs> like, he, uh, the, the first goal, both goals. Um, like, very well, very good plays. Um, the His, I think it was his second goal was actually a phenomenal play all around on the first attempt that that missed. Yeah. And then just like like beautiful. I mean truly one of the most beautiful plays I, I've seen all year. And then it just happened to that that goal didn't go in. Then there was a little bit of fight for the puck. He comes out with it, fires it back in there and gets a goal. I mean, it was it was it just just a beauty. An absolute beauty. The, the Red Wings and us as a community we ball there it is uh, unfortunately the red wings do not jump in the standings after that win they do improve to 16 15 and three a back to above 500 but boston also won last night so they still sit right outside that second wild card spot but there's plenty of season left to make up for it i'm gonna talk to you guys today about bet online bet online has you covered this holiday season with more props odds and lines than ever before as football season continues its march through college bowl season with just the national championship ahead the boring-ass SEC title game, well, pretty much, of uh, Alabama versus Georgia. Just that same thing every single year. There's no excitement anymore in this college football. But if you want to add some excitement, go to Bet Online because they remain your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the uh, Go to Bet Online. Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKDOWN to receive your bonus for basketball, football, NHL, and UFC. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline. Where the game starts. Red Wings on a bell tire power play. Aronic, decider, Sedina scores! That's the one timer you want. All right, Scotty, just uh, one more thing to talk about about the game itself. Then we got to talk, well, two more things to talk about with the game itself, but we also got to talk about Philip Zedina. Uh, let's start off talking about Alex Nadalkovich. We haven't talked about him at all. Solid performance from him in that. Don't get yeah. any complaints. No, he, he looked good. The, the only one. Uh, there was one goal that was um, pretty much his fault. Uh, there was one that he he went around and and like we he lives by by being aggressive and dies by being aggressive, right? Like that's we know that that's his style of play. We know he he's an aggressive ass goalie. And uh, th- there was one one of the I don't even remember which one. Uh, it, it wasn't the first one, <laughs> so that um, it would be the second one. But that yes, so uh, the, the the yeah true. So the second goal, um, he uh, he he went out behind the net and passed it out, and like he he stayed there for like a little bit too long, and then he passed it out 
to uh, I don't even remember who he passed it to, but he passed it out and and whoever he passed it to, there was a defender right there, and it, it like it was just a like a very unnecessarily far over aggressive play, um, and and besides that, he was he was almost flawless. I mean, he was he was great. Besides that, and, and like I said. We we know what we're getting with him. We we know that he plays an aggressive. I will leave the net whenever I feel like it. Uh, type type of type of goalie, and um, it it cost us one goal tonight. But in a game where we scored what six, I not you know I, I'm I'm gonna be all right. And and he was great besides that too, which is also so important. So uh, definitely not gonna not gonna complain about it. But the second goal was like eighty percent his fault. Yeah, no, 100% agree. Like you said, live by it, die by it. He's going to be an aggressive goalie. That's what he does. That's, that's going to sure. be one of his greatest strengths, but it's also going to be one of his greatest weaknesses. I mean, he, like you said, he's pretty much responsible for that goal. But outside that, he made 24 saves and 26 shots against, put the Red Wings in a position to win. They did win. I mean, that's, that's in the end, that's what you're expecting out of Nadalkovich. And it was a good bounce back performance after what was a pretty bad one against Boston. I mean, granted, he faced it, I thought, 37 shots against Boston, but, you know, still letting it yeah. five is not good. And, like, that's the other, like, both, like, for the team, going back to just overall the the teams, like, both teams got shelled Sunday. Yeah. Like, like bo- both teams got absolutely destroyed on their game Sunday. The, the Sharks gave up eight to the Penguins. And Rodriguez like the, had a hat trick for the Pens, I think. Yeah, they and that like they they ended up scoring five, so like it was a little bit closer. But I mean, just like horrid, and uh, and to to have this game and have it go the way that it did for us is is so so incredible. After yeah. after the weekend, got to respond. You got to get back on the horse, and they, they did after. exactly that. What what's the horse's name? What's uh... the horse's name? Is Friday. But it's a Tuesday, or now it's a Wednesday. Yeah, but the horse's name was Friday. Doesn't matter what day of the week it is. That's the whole point of the riddle, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Phil right, let's talk about Zadina. Yeah, we got to uh, get this over with. He got scratched. That's not good. He got healthy, man. People freaked out. People, I was like, a little bit like Twitter hmm. was a Twitter was a. What like if if the Wings didn't play as well as they did, the the Twitter community would have had a, a lot different of a mood because the people were not happy. He just is. It, we're having the Phillips Zadina talk again. We are. I we mean, all, it always comes back to it him. Always man. Com- it it all- always comes back to Phillips Zadina. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Back to me. There, see, there's a reference. You got a reference. Good job, man. I'm sorry. I, I'm so, I, it's it's current references. References from the 1800s about horses. I don't. I don't. The get. horse's name was, <laughs> was Friday. Friday. Um, no, he's a very polarizing player, and he will continue to be. He only has 10 points in 32 games played this season. Only four goals and six assists. He needs to be a top six forward, and right now he is not playing like it. Jeff Blashill's tried to send it, move him down in the lineup to park a fire in his butt, move him back up. Still not performing. Blashill decided, hey, he's not performing. I got other players who can play tonight, who will perform. Zanini, you're not playing. Sit this one out. People are blaming Blashill for this, but honestly, like, if you have a player who's not performing and not scoring goals at the way you want, like you don't want to crush a kid's confidence. And again, we go back to the fact that he hasn't played a complete season. Like he's been screwed over by the pandemic in two straight seasons, a shortened season and uh, a 
you know, basically a canceled season for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. And so he, his development has gotten kind of screwed. So people trying to blame Blashill, I think is short-sighted, but like there been, it's not just Zadina that has suffered through this. Like there have been so many players throughout the league who have suffered because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So to try to use COVID as an excuse as to why his development isn't going that well is a bat is a poor one. And I also don't think you can blame Blashill either because like Blashill's given him opportunities to succeed. He's playing on the top six line. Like he's playing on the second line. What else do you want him to do? Like they, he put Lucas Raymond in a, a position to succeed as a 19 year old rookie and he's succeeded. I mean, at a certain point, we got to start putting the responsibility on Phillips Dina himself. And I think Jeff Blashill's holding him accountable by, by scratching him. Like if he doesn't respond, then that continues to be on him. And I think he's definitely in the doghouse at this point. And I don't know what going forward, what, what the plan is, but you know, he's on the last year of his ELC, I believe. Like, yeah, will he even make it past that as a Red Wing? Uh, it's it's he's he's so polarizing in the fan base, right? I mean, he he really is. And and if it's just a one game thing, I really personally don't see the big deal because of everything you said. Now, if this is like, I, I don't want to see Zadina like not play for a week. I think that's a. I think that's an issue because then, then like we'll never. You know what I mean? Like he he needs to play consistently if you want him to be able to develop. But if it's a one game thing, if it's a one game kick in the pants of like, hey, you have not been good. That that that's hard to debate. He he really hasn't. Uh, and we're gonna. You know, this is what happens when when you don't play well, and especially again as a top six forward. Like for a lot of the season, like it's, it's, and then, and then to, for, for what happened tonight to then happen for everyone to look so good. And for Michael Rasmussen to play in your spot and look incredible is a tough look, man. Like that, that's like, that really is a tough look and that's tough to swallow. Those, those are, those are tough to swallow pills. Yeah. And, and he's gonna. And again, I don't want to see him out for for games on end. I don't. But if it's a one game thing, and a kick in the pants, I, I maybe maybe it sparks something. And I, I really don't think it's the end of the world if that's all it is. And I don't think I don't want to overreact either. But this is just it's been an ongoing issue all this season. And I actually ran into Jake Rivard from Winging It in Motown at the game tonight or last great night. Um, great guy, and and we talked about it and. And one of the things he said is he, he's a player who's got all the tools and outside of the lack of production, he's playing well. But the thing is, is you don't, he's not a guy you bring in to just play well. He's a guy you drafted to score goals for the team, to put up points. And he's not doing that. He said on draft night, I'm going to put fill the, fill the back of the net. And he has not done that. That is what his role is. So even though his Corsi is still looking favorably on him with a 51. Brian so 50, Corsi, the enforcer Fisher. <clears throat> Yeah, like the yeah, and that's another thing I brought up with Jake. Like advanced metrics like it. Like he he is a, a positive asset on the ice, but he's just not filling the back of the net. And like even though hockey war hates him, I mean he's just such a that's what makes him such war a polarizing. No, he is everything. <laughs> with everything, he's polarizing. Yeah. Everything. It, it you know, <laughs> which which analytics you use, which fan you talk to within the organization, I'm sure even. I I mean he he really is a, a a very polarizing player, but but in in a in a tunnel vision, you know, in a microscope, I I don't think a one game. Hey man, if you're not producing, 
we're we're going to give somebody else a chance is really the worst thing in the world. Yeah, no, you're in the end, you're 100 right. Um, we'll continue to watch that and observe it. And I guess the next question is if he get if he plays against the uh, the the Kings on Thursday. If he doesn't, then or not Kings. I'm sorry, Ducks. Ducks. Kings are on Saturday. Don't, don't get the, those fans will not like you if you get those. Confused. It's a three game road that, trip on the West Coast. I know we play all three of the California teams coming <laughs> yeah, up. So true, I, was just, true, true. I gotta make the order. Dogs fans ain't gonna be too happy if uh, if you mess them up with the Kings. Yeah, yeah. So it's just gonna be it's gonna be interesting if that if that happens again. Uh, the last thing to talk about we wanted to rave about Raymond's pass to Larkin to set up Larkin's goal. That whole just, play, mm, a beauty. The, the IQ, give me more of that IQ. Dog like like pinned up against the bench. With a defender standing behind him, that's hot. He five holes. That's everyone, hot. without looking, like facing ahead, just five holes right to Larkin. Larkin's speed demon. I, no one in the NHL not named Connor McDavid was catching him. He yeah. looked so fast, and then just from the wing, snipe, Selly, let's go home. What a beauty! Well, and like if you watch the slow mo replay. Raymond glances real quick to his right and sees Larkin breaking out of the defensive zone. And then like, it was just a quick glance and he was able to just instinctively know exactly where Larkin would be at the right time. And like you said, just tucks it between his own legs and the defender's legs right to Larkin. And like you said, it's gone. A beauty, baby. A beauty. It was was great. And Raymond's just been, I mean, all the usual suspects again, Larkin, Raymond, uh, Bertuzzi, Cider, those are the guys. Those are the boys. All right, Scotty, any final thoughts? Um, I don't think so, man. I, I'm just pumped we won a game. My goodness. Our it's, first our first win recap in like two and a half weeks. Seriously. And now we got to go on the road. The wings have been bad this season and hope that they uh, yeah. oh, can, that, can win my, some games My final California. words are, are shout out to the fans at LCA. The, the oh, arena yes. was buzzing, bro. That I mean, that was an electric atmosphere even through TV. I can't even imagine being there. It's they're back, man. They are hundred percent back. I've been saying it all season, but the fans of LCA, like they, they are not going away anytime soon. LCA is finally going to become what people were saying. People said it was hollow for a while because the team was bad when they first moved in. And it's like, it doesn't have a soul. We the soul is here that. now. We talked about that, man. No, LCA no soul. The team sucks. People are going to love LCA. Once we start winning some games, I promise you. I Absolutely. Promise you. Uh, I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Red Wings your first listen every day. Now make Lockdown Bets your second listen. They're your go-to one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. We'll be back with another episode with you tomorrow to preview the Ducks game. Uh, Same time, same place. See your team every day. Every day. Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.